It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. It was the Denver Nuggets with a 114-106 win over the L.A. Lakers in Game 3 of their series last night from the bubble. L.A. now leads the series two games to one. So with the eye of a professional batter, Steve, what did you say? Effort level. Denver came out maximum effort level throughout the game. The Lakers looked like hey, they were coasting. They felt like they had this one, the series in hand. Anthony Davis, at the end of the third quarter, had zero rebounds. Zero. Finished with two. Just not enough effort from the Lakers. Okay, so you're saying rebounds are a good proxy for effort, which makes sense to me. Now, we talk about the zigzag all the time. A lot of people had never been introduced to the zigzag. And explain that concept. So the idea is that if you lose a game straight up, the very next game, the team that loses plays harder, makes adjustments. The team that wins oftentimes relaxes, does not make adjustments. So it benefits you to actually lose the prior game. Wow. How did you get to that? It be- so why don't you just forfeit the game then? <laughs> it I mean, benefits. What you're saying is that the ne- let's look at the battle 
between the following two things if a team loses. One is, hey, the other team just established with another win that they can beat us, that they might be better than us. So obviously, there's the power ratings adjustment. For example, when the Raiders won on Monday night, did you upgrade them? I did. So though it's 82 games typically plus the playoffs, no one game matters all that much, which if you remember, Joan, this is why I was preaching last round, what is going on with these spreads? Where game one, I think Toronto was an example, right? Toronto was favored against Boston. By right? two. Yeah. By two. Then by the couple games in the series, Boston was default favored by two, which is how do you adjust the line four points this late in the year, right? Yeah, crazy. So what you're saying is, you're saying, wow, even if a team wins a game, that adjustment, that increase in power rating doesn't really mean that much. It's just going to be very small. What's bigger is the extra motivation the team with their back against the wall has. Yes. So you'll tend to see a situation where, so in game three, what was the line, Lakers-Denver? So game, one second. So this most recent game. because this Six was, and a half, yeah. Okay, so that's when the back's against the wall. Now, it's interesting, if we look at game four, Lakers are six. So wouldn't you think the so what's the rationale there? Is this that Denver's been upgraded pretty significantly? Yes, because Denver now has played the Lakers. You could argue better than equal the last two games. Game two, Denver had the lead with one second to play. Denver and the Lakers hit that three pointer, and then Denver won fairly convincingly last night. So Denver has shown the last two games they can certainly compete with the Lakers. So. Anthony Davis hit that late shot in Game 2. How many rebounds did he have in Game 3? Two. And then he had how many in the third quarter? None. Zero point zero. I think the shot's a little bigger, to be (laughs) honest. So, Jonas, as you look at this and you can talk about the series, you can talk about the zigzag, whatever you want, but it is fascinating. When the game is over, and we got the Heat Celtics, we'll talk about that before the end of the hour, 6 o'clock Eastern hour here. Celtics right now are three and a half. If the Celtics win and the Heat lose, let's just say, what's going to happen is, on one hand, you're going to say, huh, maybe we upgrade the Celtics a little bit because they won the game. They're maybe better than we thought by a smidge. But the Heat now are going to have extra motivation. Usually the motivation's bigger than the upgrade. Yes. In the Denver series against the Lakers, this win... It's actually the upgrade of Denver's bigger than the extra motivation the Lakers are supposed to have now, having lost this game. Exactly right, because the Lakers are in the good spot game four, but the spread has come down. Exactly, and the Lakers are in the good spot because they're extra motivated. Yes. Jonas, what's your takeaways? Well, on uh, the expectation going into the game was, and I think this was sort of the prevailing wisdom from most people that talked about it was, man, what a gut punch game two was. Anthony Davis hitting that shot, buzzer beater, Denver had the game, maybe a missed assignment on defense. And so because of that, this series is a wrap, Denver's finished. And so then they come out and they dominated that game, majority of the game. The Lakers made a run late, but ultimately Denver was able to hold them off and, and, and pull away late and win that game. So I just wonder had the Lakers won game three what would the, how much different would the betting line have been for game four would it okay have, would, so this is something that if anybody questions motivation is a factor even in the playoffs this proves it is because typically if there's a sweep situation right so 3-0 the line usually moves upwards of four points 
in favor of the team sweep. And would you say that's the right number? Yes. So let's say, for example, let's just you know use the Lakers, for example, as an example, is if they had won the game as a six-and-a-half-point favor, line probably would have went to nine-and-a-half or ten wow. because they figured Denver's given up. Right. But Denver, it seems, doesn't give up. No, Denver has done very well down 3-1, obviously, the last two series. Denver is in it for the long run here. Yeah, and considering that the bubble was a place we've seen some teams, once it felt like the series got away from them, maybe the effort wasn't all the way there because they wanted to have reservations for you know whatever at home. And you got to give the Nuggets credit. you got to. And I'm hoping they make this a heck of a series. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New Super Bowl favorites are out, and those new Super Bowl favorites reside in the AFC North, a team that was one and done in the postseason a year ago. The Baltimore Ravens are your new Super Bowl favorites. Okay, so KC was, Baltimore is, KC second. They play Monday night, line on that game in Baltimore, Ravens by three and a half, hosting KC. Fez, coincidentally, your power rating. Now, when did you put the power ratings out publicly? This morning. And when did the line move on the Baltimore becoming the favorite? Actually, yesterday. Oh, and you <laughs> now have Baltimore jumping from number two to number one. I do. Mm, so, who was leading whom on this one? Go. Well, I would have had Baltimore number one. Oh, regardless. <laughs> Tell us what you think. All right. Well, I think you identified how good Baltimore got at the end of last year, where they just kept winning and covering by margin. I think the last 10 games, their margin against the spread's been like 15 points. and that's So let's talk about that. So whatever the spread is, your ATS margin is going to say how much you exceed expectations or fall short. Since you have to roll in the losses... When you have a team with a big margin, it's impressive. Exactly. And it has continued into 2020. So we saw Baltimore crush Cleveland, crush Houston. So they're winning, they're covering, they're covering by margin. This team is a juggernaut. Now, I'm confused, very confused. Because on one hand, if you say, who's the best team in the NFL today? I got no problem with the Ravens being number one. The line says they are. Right, home field right now, two points. It's called for Baltimore. Lines three and a half. That means Baltimore, by the Vegas betting market, is better by point and a half or so. But these are Super Bowl odds. How's Lamar done in the playoffs? Zero and two. That hat. Now listen. There's a chance that's an aberration. It's a fluke. It's bad luck. Okay, but there's a real chance it's not. I don't know, 20%, 30%. Anyone that says there's less than a 20% chance that there isn't some flaw in the way the Ravens are playing that gets exposed in the playoffs, or if it's nervousness, whatever, you got to give it a material chance, right? Absolutely. So now if we're betting the Super Bowl, even if you think the Ravens are a little bit better, why should they be the favorite? Because there's been a change in the playoff formats this year. Only one team from each conference gets a bye. Baltimore. Oh, well, that was the case two weeks ago, too. So you're going to say they win this game because they're three-and-a-half-point favorites, but they didn't know they were going to be favored yesterday or the day before, or two days ago? Well, they only favored by two-and-a-half last week. Okay, so, so. It's, it's adjusted one point, and now, oh, we, they're the Super Bowl favorites? Ah, listen, <laughs> I, I think the Ravens are, are the better regular season team. And Kansas City's the better playoff team. I mean, do you doubt that? I don't doubt. We were just we were just talking about the fact we should bet the Ravens at six to or check that the Kansas City at six to one, just last week. Yes. So how can we love the? You were saying in pre-production, you're like, I think there's a lot of value on the Ravens. I'm, I'm bullish on both teams. Both you, the two favorites. <laughs> well, there's a huge separation between those oh two teams God. and everyone else. So you, who do you like for the Super Bowl, Fez? Well. There's a little team you might have heard of called the Ravens. They're my favorite. And then there's a team, uh, Mahomes, you might have heard of him. He, that's my second team. 
Come on. I've never had so much separation early in the year between my top two teams and everybody else in my ratings, RJ. What about when you jumped at the Rams, oh, the Rams. plus 350 or something? Jonesy, were you around for this? <laughs> I was around for that. Yeah, it was like the second week. The Rams yeah. won two in a row. And, the, and he was like, uh, I wish I could get 350 on the Rams. I'm like, all right, I'll give it to you. He's like, oh, I got such a good bat. And like two weeks later, he was like, I hate that bat. And, and I think the one thing about Baltimore as well, too, you can argue that Lamar Jackson's two worst games as a professional are both his playoff games. It's so a coincidence, it's Jonas. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's a coincidence. No, I, I think he's right in that you can't be sure. And I wouldn't be shocked if, but looking at it, how much, honestly, how much difference do you see between these teams? Because remember, the Ravens are getting margin against weaker teams. What have the Ravens done against really good teams that's all that impressive, right? They played Kansas City last year, didn't they? Weren't they six-point underdogs at yeah, KC? Yeah, they, they lost by five with a backdoor score. Yeah, so they, they hardly were in that game. Mm-hmm. So has Kansas City gotten worse? They're slightly down so far. Oh, come on. What? They beat Houston, just, just handling a Thursday night opener. At no point was the game in doubt. Never in doubt. And then they, against a division rival, they, they have a flat spot and still win the game. That's the downgrade. Yes. Uh. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, RJ, tis the season for Steve Fezzik to disagree with Colin Cowherd in one of the teams in his herd hierarchy. Every week, Colin releases his top 10 teams in the NFL, his power rankings, and Steve Fezzik has a major disagreement this week. Yeah, we got two of them. First one. Yeah, Vegas is overrated. Colin has them number eight. Vegas. So you're saying the Vegas Raiders. Yes. Okay. I have them number 19. I know you agree with me here, RJ. What are the Raiders doing in the top 10? And the best evidence that we can give is look at number 9 and 10 on Colin's list, the Saints and New England. Those coincidentally are the two teams the Raiders play last week and this week. And the Raiders were a big underdog, were an underdog Monday night football. All right, so let's think about that. That line got bet down. What was the close? Four. Home field is two, so it said Saints were two points better. Or, I'm sorry, check that, six points better, right? Yes. Okay, so now, what did you upgrade the Saints? I or uh, upgrade the Raiders and downgrade the Saints? One point each. Okay, that's what we speculated. <laughs> that's what we speculated. And thus, we would say the market currently believes the Saints are four points better. Yes. All right. Matt, do you, where do you got the Raiders? I think they're probably around 16. I think they're a little higher than Fez is giving them credit for. At this point, I think with all the issues, they probably are better than Philly. Uh, Philly doesn't seem like a team that's gelling on his. They could, you could make a case they're better than the Chargers, potentially, uh, especially with the quarterback issues, but they're no higher than 15 or 16. Now, Fez says after what he saw from Herbert with the Chargers, he considers Herbert and Taylor to be about a wash. No upgrade or downgrade. What do you think on that one? Agreed. All right, so the quarterback is actually, you got two good quarterbacks then, or at least above average or something. Like, Taylor was considered the better quarterback. Now Herbert's established himself as equal. That seems like a, a good thing for the Chargers, right? Sure, but they, they've been missing guys. Mike Williams was hurt. He finally came back. They've had some injury issues. And he's a young quarterback, and rookies always have growing pains. No doubt. And plus, they got a coach that I think is bottom five in the league, yeah. and he costs them a lot of games, typically. All right, Fez, what is your – so we all agree Raiders are not as good as Colin thinks. Market agrees, too. Oh, by the way, you were talking about the Patriots. So what was the line against the Raiders in that game? It's going to be minus six this coming week. It's minus six right now. Yes. Yeah, so the line currently is minus six, and they play this weekend. Yes. So the line is actually six now, right? It's, yeah. not, it's not when the game's played that it's six. <laughs> yes. Okay. They're going to play the line six. Okay. So you, you're just starting sports betting, right? So you, they put the line out early. <laughs> That's Steve Fezzik. I'm RJ Bow. All right. Next team you disagree on. All right. The Bucks. Colin has them overrated. Colin has the Bucks at number six. Well, listen, you got the Bucks number one, right? I'm already a multi millionaire. Oh, wait. 
Tampa Bay, not the Buck. Okay, I got it. Go ahead. Number 12 for me. So I don't even have them in the top 10. It's all about Tom Brady being overrated. Currently, Brady is my number 20 quarterback. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You had Brady at 19 entering the year. You've downgraded Brady. Yes. (laughs) Who jumped him? Murray jumped him. Big time. Oh, gosh. Where'd you have Murray entering the year? I had him just below Brady. So, like, 20 or something. I got him 10 now. (sighs) Lamar Jackson entering last season, where did you have him? 29. Yeah. You're not real good on these young quarterbacks. (laughs) Got to make big adjustments. You're a skeptic. You're a skeptic. All right. Where do you got Tampa Bay Bucks? Matty Holt. I think somewhere between 10 and 13 is actually the right number, so I agree with Fez. But they do get Chris Godwin back this week, and when you talk about Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, that's a heck of a receiving core if Brady's able to get him the football. And that defense is obviously a little better than last year. They seem like 10 to 13 is fair. 10 might even be aggressive. See, I actually – here's the question. Are we talking today? I'll go with 10. If we're talking Super Bowl chances – Better. Better than that. If you get, I mean, you give me, how would we do that bet? So if I think Tampa Bay should be like the seventh favorite, you think they are the 10th favorite, hmm, how would we go about, I guess, what's the market? Right now in Super Bowl odds, how many teams are ahead of Tampa? Mackenzie, count that up because, oh, you got it right there? Because to me, they're sixth at uh, 17 to 1. Yeah, so the market likes Brady. We know the yeah. market, or at least in this case, the, the Super Bowl market. Jonas, where do you got uh, Tampa Bay? And just generally right now. I agree with Matt about in between 10 and 13 sounds about right. But I do like, to your point, them getting better and better as the season goes on. Um, I also like that late bye week. They've got a really abnormally late bye week, which I think could also play into Brady getting some rest later in the season that maybe normally he wouldn't expect to. So even if they don't get that bye week in the postseason, he's going to get an opportunity to rest his body a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Jonas is very so he always has a sober take. I like that. I mean, meaning that, that it's, it's hard to – he doesn't give you much chin to hit, right? I mean, he's always got that chin tucked. I like it. I like it. That's Jonas Knox. I'm R.J. Bell. All right, let's keep rolling. We'll think about that Bucks bat because we're in this society where everyone wants things – it's like, okay, you had your week, Brady. Let's go. It takes half a season with a new team typically. Sure. And remember this, and I will not tire of repeating it. The all-time leaderboard for quarterback wins, 43 or older. Vanny Tessaverde, two. Tom Brady, one. And a list. So, as much as I think Brady's going to evolve with this team, he's still breaking records and history every time they win a game at his age. I also wonder this. How many teams in the NFC are we absolutely certain are better than Tampa Bay right now? Because in the AFC, it's pretty clear. Kansas City, Baltimore are head head and shoulders above everybody else. In the NFC, it feels like it's a little more up in the air. I agree, because I would say the following, Fez. Saints are one of the teams. This is a good segue. I disagree with you on. You've got the Saints at 10. Now, let's think about this. You've got the Colts at 11. You've got Minnesota at 23. Now, the Colts played Minnesota last week. It was in Indianapolis. Line was three. So it says Colts were a smidge better because home field's less than three at this point. But now, 
Well, then you had a best bet on Minnesota. You see one game, and you're like, you lost me money. I hate you. And then you just made, just plummeted Minnesota. The Colts got beat by Jacksonville, and you've got them right there with the Saints. Yeah, it was such a convincing win. Andy, line of scrimmage, domination. And I knew that Minnesota's defense was going to struggle early in the year. But wow, Kirk Cousins and that offense just got nothing going against that Indy defense all game long. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.